Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Dafe Lamedal, Daf 31 of Masechta Ksubis. Friends, well, Daf Lamedal, uh, we continue, you know, we, we had said yesterday that Rav uh, Chizda had said that according to Ibn Khunya ben Akona, that, you know, even though Ibn Khunya ben Akona says that if a fellow eats, uh, that, right, that if um, a fellow is chayv karis, so he is um, potter from having to pay for any uh, financial things that may have happened at the same time. However, if the financial thing happened before he was chayv karis, well, then he's going to be uh, chayv to pay for the thing. So, for example, if you have a fellow who eats, uh, um, if, who, who steals chaylev and then he eats it, right? So, 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 he was already chayv to pay for the chaylev that he stole before he actually ate the chaylev and made himself chayv cars. So therefore, in that case, Ibn Khunya ben Akona says that uh, he will be chayv to pay for, for, for the lost object, for, for, for the stolen object, for the stolen chaylev. So, we are going to, um, it's a very conceptual daf. So we're going to kind of explore that concept and it's gonna, yeah, it gets into like sugis from Sechta Shabbos, Hotzah, there's a sugis I guess that we've seen before in Sechta Shabbos, but uh, conceptual stuff. Here we go. When uh, top line of the page, Gufa, we said earlier, Omer Vchizde says Vchizde, Moder Ibnuchuni ben Akone, there Ibnuchuni ben Akone, even though he says, that uh, in general we would we would apply commonly with the rabbinine by by a chiyuv karis that if you chayiv karis you'd be potter from paying. However, that if a fellow steals chaylev from his friend, and then he eats it. Now of course eating chaylev is a chiyuv karis, but he, before he ate the chaylev he stole it first. Shulchayiv that he's going to be chayiv to pay for the chaylev that he stole. Shikvan is chayiv begneve kodem shavul chaylev because he was already chayiv. For stealing, before you, he, he, he ate the chaylev and made himself chayv kars. So he still gotta pay back his friend from whom he stole the chaylev. Lema pliga durabavim. So here we go. So now let's say that, um, Rav Chizde, who says that he's gonna be chayv to pay for the chaylev that he stole, let's say that he argues on Rav Ovin to Omer Rav Ovin, says Rav Ovin, Hazorek chutz mitchilas arba, the sof arba, that if a fellow throws an arrow for uh, Amis in Rishus Arabim, that of course we learned in Mesech Shabbos, Mesech Erevin, all about Hotza uh, and Ha'avara, right? So you're not allowed to do an Akira and a Hanocha. Friends, you remember this stuff? You're not allowed to pick up Epis and Rishus Arabim and move it for Amis and put it down. That's Ha'avara. Uh, so if a fellow picks up an arrow and throws it for Amis in Rishus Arabim, so he's Chayib for being Mavir Chayfetz Dalar Amos. Now, what happens in this case is that along the way, it tore through like a sheet, right? It tore through some kind of fabric. It tore through a sheet, let's say. So he picked up an arrow. So he did an Akira, he picked it up, and then he threw it Dalar Amis, and then it landed, there was Anacha. Along the way, it tore right through a sheet. 
So now you can have to pay for that sheet that you just ruined. But the thing is, no, he doesn't have to pay for the sheet. Shakira he because he's chayiv misa right he did a, he did a iser shabbos a chilul shabbos um, with the ha'avara right he picked up this arrow threw it dal ramis it landed that's a that right that's an iser shabbos right there and he picked up the arrow did an akira threw it and then before the hanocha right as he says shakira tzorech hanochi that even though the arrow tore the garment and that at that point he would be chayv to pay for the garment and that happened before the arrow landed four almost later. So even though the garment got torn before the arrow landed, but before the garment got torn, he first had to pick up the arrow. And right, he says, Akira And picking up that arrow initially is necessary for the ultimate landing of the arrow four Amas later, which means that we consider the tearing of the garment to be sort of part of the process of the Chilol Shabbos. That he picks up the arrow in one place, throws it, and it lands in another place. And along that trajectory, which begins with picking it up and ends with it landing, this garment got ripped. And therefore it's considered that the garment happened during the Chilol, that the tearing of the garment happened as part of the process of the Chilol Shabbos, and therefore, since he's chayiv for the Chilol Shabbos, which is chayiv uh, skilo, he's potter for uh, the 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 monetary uh, uh, the financial the monetary obligations, the financial obligations that he got himself into by tearing somebody else's garment. And now the question is, if that's what Rabbi Oven says, well then hachonami hagbot zorich achiloi. Well then, why shouldn't we argue here? That new, what, what did, uh, what did Rav Chizde say? Rav Chizde said that according to Mnuchuni ben Akona, even though we say, by Chorus, and you would think that if you eat Chelev, you'd be potter for having to pay back the fellow you stole from. However, says Rav Chizde that since you, you picked up the Chelev first, and by picking it up, you stole it, and you haven't yet eaten it, you only eat it afterwards, so since you were chayv for Geneva first, and only became chayv karis later, so therefore you're going to be chayv for the um, Geneva. You have to pay back your friend since the since the since you stole it first before eating the chaylef. Now the question is, don't you have to pick it up in order to eat it? How else you can eat it? Don't you have to pick up the chaylef to eat it? And therefore, shouldn't we argue that just like when you pick up an arrow? Throw it for Amis and it lands and you're chayv for Shabbos, but you're potter for the sheet that you tore along the way since picking it up initially was part of, was necessary for the, uh, landing of it. And therefore, the, um, the, um, the, uh, the, uh, uh, thing that tore in the middle got torn sort of as part of the process of the Chil Shabbos and you potter. So I should say that since picking up the Chaylev is part of eating the Chaylev, so therefore, I should say that it, it's not considered separate. It's considered part of the Isser of eating Chaylev. And therefore, since he's Chayv Karis for Chaylev, so you should be Potter to have to pay back his friend whose Chaylev he stole. 
And from the fact that Rav Chizda explains that according to Rav Nechunia ben Akana, he'd be potter for paying back his friend. So Mimele, he doesn't hold like um, Rav Oven because Mistama, Rav Oven would say that since he has to pick up the chelev in order to eat it, he would be potter from paying back his friend for the chelev since he's chayiv karis for eating it. The Gemara says, no, it's not a good comparison. When it comes to the arrow, it's impossible to have an anocha without an akira, right? It's, it's two sides of the same coin, right? And a hanocha itself is not enough, and an akira itself is not enough. As we know from the first Mishnah, Mesech to Shabbos, at least with regard to Otsa, but I think it's the same halachos by Otsa and Avar, I think. That, uh, right, with the Oni and the Balabayas, and right, one of them does the Akira, the other one does the Anocha. You need one person to do the Akira and the Anocha. So, 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 so therefore, when it comes to Isr Shabbos by Ha'avara, it's impossible to have the Akira without the Anocha. Somebody's gonna have to pick it up, right? And therefore, when the Akira starts, that is sort of the beginning of the Malacha. And then the, and then the Hanukkah ends, and if along the way the a garment gets ripped, you're gonna be potter for that. However, over here by the Chelev, you don't have to pick up the Chelev to eat it. You can eat it like a dog. You can, you can, you know, put your hands behind your back and peck at it. Like a dog or a chicken. So therefore, since you don't have to pick it up, so therefore, we consider the the picking up, and by and by doing so, the uh, 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 acquisition of the chelav, the stealing of the chelav, to be a separate concept, and you will be chayev separately for stealing the chelav, and you have to you will have to pay your friend back for stealing the chelav. Iboy, where am I? Inami. Alternatively, iboy laadure lomotzi mahadur. iboy laadure lomotzi mahadur. Look. That when it comes to the arrow, once you pick it up and you throw it, it's already too late. You can't take it back. And therefore, sort of when, when the karmic got ripped along this trajectory that sort of you couldn't prevent at that point, it's therefore considered tied up as part, you know, as part of the Akira and the Anocha, that from the time of the Akira, you couldn't really take it back once he threw it. Whereas Hocha Motsi Mahadullah, whereas over here, even once he picks up the Chelev, he could always uh, uh, put it back down, right? It's not like it's too late, and therefore we consider, right? We don't consider the the um, the picking up of the chelev and the eating of of the chelev all to be considered like one uh, fell swoop. Rather, we, we 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 treat them separately because at any time you could have stopped it, and therefore uh, he's going to be chayiv separately for the uh, paying back his friend for the chelev that he stole. Ma'ika bein haylishno lahaylishno, and what's the nafkemine? Between whether you say that it's because you have to do an akira in order to do anocha versus if you say that once you did the akira and you threw it, you couldn't take it back. The nafkamina would be in a situation where you didn't throw an arrow, but you picked up a knife in Rishusarabim and carried it for Amis and then put it down, and along the way you tore Epis. So according to the first uh, understanding that, well, you can't have a Hanukkah without Akira. You first have to have an Akira. And if the thing gets torn along the way between the Akira and the Hanukkah, it's considered like it was part of the same activity. And therefore you're going to be potter for tearing the thing. Where am I? So Hanukkah below Akira. So you're also by the knife. 
you know, the the law, the same laws apply. You need nakira, you need anocha. If the thing gets torn along the way, you're going to be potter. But according to the opinion that says that once the arrow leaves his hand, he can't take it back magically. Well, that's not the case over here by the knife. So then maybe over here, if he picks up the knife and he's carrying it and then it tears the garment, he could have stopped it at any time. He's carrying it. So that's enough community between if you say that it's about you need nakir and anocha. Here also by the knife, you need nakir and anocha. But if you say it's about that you couldn't take it back or by the knife, you could always take it back. It's in your hands. Friends, what do you, what, new, what, 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 what do you think about this sugya? And how to conceptualize the eating of the chaylev? Was it before the chorus? Is it inherently tied together with the chorus? How does it compare it to throwing an arrow? It's, it's a sugya right here, no? It's a sugya, it's a sugya. Friends, if you thought that was a sugya, listen to this. Gufa Omer Rebovin. Okay, so Rebovin had said, Azorik chates mitchilis arba the sof arba. Oh, so if a fellow takes an arrow and he throws it, he picks it up in Rishusarabim, throws it for Amis, and it lands in Rishusarabim. Vikarishuayin by the chason along the way, it tore through a garment. Potter. So we said that he's going to be a potter, he's going to be exempt for paying for the garment. Shakira. Because the picking up of the arrow is necessary for the ultimate landing of the arrow and the picking up and putting it down, collect, you know, together, um, is what constitutes, um, a havara. And for that, yuchayev. And since the, um, tearing of the thing happened between the akira and the alacha as part of the sort of activity of havara, you can be potter for the tearing of the garment. Most of the, uh, was there more? Because you're by the chasso, potu shakir sarachanachi. Fine. Most of the beva barabaye. So beva barabaye, take has a kashe. Hakonev kiss bishabas. We've seen this in Mesech the Shabbos. Maybe other places are hit. Let's see. We didn't do Baba Basu yet. We didn't do Sanajunet. Shabbos we did. Okay. Mesech the Shabbos. Hakonev kiss bishabas, chayev. If a fellow, um, steals a wallet on Shabbos, he's, he's liable for that. Meaning, uh, if a fellow, um, um, picks up, right? If a fellow goes into his friend's house, picks up his wallet, and takes it outside. So, not only is he chayev for hotza, right? He did an akira inside his friend's house, he picked it up in his friend's house, and then took it outside to the Rishus Arabim, and he put it down. So, he had an akira in Rishus Ayachir, Anocha, and Rishus Arabim. Memele, he's going to be chayv skila. And now, but at the same time, what do we say? Agonev kiz b'shabes. So if a fellow steals his friend's wallet from his house on Shabbos, chayv. So he's going to be chayv not just for for the for the Easter Shabbos for hotzah, but oichet to pay back for the wallet. Shekvar nischayv begneve kodem shiovel the Easter skila because he was he had to pay his friend back. Before he took it outside and was chayev for Shabbos, meaning from the second that he picked it up, right, just like we were saying by the uh, chaylev, from the second that he picked it up, he, he, he stole it. And at that second, he becomes chayev to pay back his friend. He then goes outside and he's chayev for Shabbos, but he was chayev uh, for his, uh, to pay back his friend before he was chayev for Shabbos. And therefore, um, and therefore he's got to pay back his friend. Hoi Megar Vyotse continues, 
the um that if a fellow right that if instead of picking it up, he schlepped it. So that while it was on the floor, he took a string and he uh, and he schlepped it. He dragged it from uh, inside the house to outside of the house. So in that case, right, So in that case, he doesn't have to pay back his friend for the wallet because there, So the iser of otza and the iser of stealing it uh, happen at the same time. We're going to analyze soon a little bit uh, what exactly was the schlepping of the wallet, but Basically, the theft happened at the same time, right? Or as part of the process of, as part of uh, uh, the hotzah of Shabbos, this or Shabbos, and therefore it's going to be potter in that case. We're paying back for his wallet because the um, the uh, geneva and the isr Shabbos happened together, and therefore um, he's going to be potter for paying back his friend for the wallet. Now, Fektigamar, what did we just say? We said a few things. Number one. We said earlier that if a uh, fellow throws an arrow for Amos and Rishus Arabim, so he does an Akira, and then he throws it for Amos and Rishus Arabim, then there's Anocha, and along the way it tore a garment. So we had said that he's going to be potter from paying for the garment because the, uh, the initial Akira was necessary for the ultimate Hanocha, and along the way the garment got ripped, so he's potter for the garment. Now, we had just said, in this brisa with the wallet, however, that if he, the fellow picks up the wallet in his friend's house and then he takes it outside, he's going to be chayiv to pay for the wallet since he was first chayiv for the uh, uh, picking up of the wallet, for the stealing, the theft of the wallet before he was chayiv for the Shabbos. But one second, shouldn't we say that just like the Akira is necessary for the Anocha, so also picking up is the wa- of the wallet, right, is necessary, right, that, that, right, that the Akira is Part of the Anoche here as well. Let's see. That picking up the wallet is necessary in order to then take it outside. And therefore, why are we saying that he's chayv to pay back his friend for the wallet because he stole it before he took it outside? But how did he steal it? He stole it by picking it up. And isn't picking it up, i.e. doing the Akira, necessary in order for him to be chayv for hotza? So therefore, shouldn't he be potter for the um, for the theft since it, he stole it by picking it up, which is necessary in order to to, to violate this or Shabbos. So if we're saying that, um, so if if so, so 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 if we're saying that by the Ari is potter because the Akira is tzorich anocha, so then why does it make sense to say that he's going to be right? Meaning, so by the Ari is potter from paying because the Akira is tzorich anocha. So then why are we saying by um, the wallet that he's chayv? He stole it by picking it up, and picking it up was necessary in order to ultimately put it down and be chayv for hotza. So and for the gemara, hachav mayaskinon kigon sheik bio amnas latznio. Okay, so you want to say, well, what happened in this case is he picked it up, but when he picked it up, he wasn't planning to take it outside. He thought he was going to pick it up and put it down. Vinimloch, and and then only afterwards vinimloch halav he changed his mind votzio. And took it outside. And therefore we treat the two things separately. He picked it up. He wasn't planning to, to put it, take it outside. He was planning to put it somewhere. And so at that point he was high for the Geneva. He had no intention yet of taking it outside. So he's high for the Geneva. And then he changes his mind to take it outside. So then he takes it outside. And now he's high for Otsa. So he's high for the Geneva and the Otsa separately. 
and therefore, um, that's why he's going to be chayiv to pay back his friend for his wallet. But But one second, if that was really the case, that he picked up the wallet with no intention of taking it outside, right, and and doing a Easter Shabbos, and only then, only afterwards, once he already picked it up, he changed his mind and took it outside. He wouldn't be chayiv for otza in that case. The Amr of Simon, Amr of Ami, Amr of Yochanan. If you have a fellow who's moving things around from this corner to that corner, and then he says, you know what? This is no fun. Instead of moving things from one quarter to another corner, I have a better idea. Why don't I move it from one house to the outside? Instead of just moving things around inside, why don't I take them outside? Potter. So he's Potter from Mutsa. That wasn't his initial his intention when he picked it up. When he picked up these items, he wasn't saying, I'm going to pick these things up and bring them outside. His initial intention was he was going to pick them up and move it to a different corner. He then changed his mind and took them outside. He's potter for that. So therefore, if he, it, going back to our case, if he picked up the wallet with no intention of taking it outside and only later changed his mind to take it outside, he would be potter from Shabbos anyways. He wouldn't be chayv for, 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 for Isra Shabbos. So lo teima amnas latzniyo ella eima amnas lootzio. So rather, no. So don't say that he picked it up with the intention of uh, putting it somewhere and then he changed his mind to take it outside. No, rather he picked it up with the intention of taking it outside. Well, if he picked it up with the intention of taking it outside, so then why is he? Um, well, then back to our original question: Why is he chayv to pay back his friend for his wallet if he picked up the wallet? with the intention to bring it outside, and then he brought it outside, well then, picking it up was necessary as part of ultimately, uh, as part of the hot sauce, therefore he should be potter from paying back his friend for the theft. So, Well, here, it's talking about where he stopped. Oh. So he picks up the wallet, he's high for the Geneva. He starts moving, and then he stops. And then he starts moving again and takes it outside. So now, you have two separate things. He picks up the thing, he's chayv for the Geneva. Starts walking, he stops. He starts walking again, that's a separate Akira. Right? Because when he stops, it's considered Anacha. And then he starts walking again, and it's a new Akira. And then he takes it outside, and it's Anacha over there. So you have two separate things. You have the theft that happens when he picks it up. And then you have the Hotzah, which happens from the second time he starts walking again, until he then gets outside and puts it down. So that's why he is chayv. But one second, fact Gemara. Omad Lamai, how come he stopped? Or if he stopped because he, you know, it was heavy and he had to just take a breather, well, that's not actually considered a, a, a hanocha. It's just considered as, you know, that he picked it up inside, he started walking, he had to take a break to take a breather, but then he kept going. That's not considered a separate uh, akira and hanocha. It's just part of a normal way to walk. So rather, it's talking about where he needed to take a, where, where he needed, I'm sorry, one second. No, I'm sorry, the katev is not to take a breather, the katev is because he had to fix it on, I'm sorry, he had to fix it on his, on his shoulders, right? He picked up the, the item and it was like heavy, he had to just kind of, you know, wiggle it around a little bit and then he kept on moving. So then, that's not, right, that wouldn't be considered a separate uh, walking. Rather, no, he took, he stopped in order to take a break. So he picked up the thing, he stopped to take a break, then he started again, and that is why he's going to be 
uh, chayv. So he picked up the item. He was chayv for, st- for stealing. He then started moving. He stopped to take a break. And then he started going again and took it outside. He's going to be chayv separately for the geneva and for the hotza. But one second. my potter. So, so we're then going to say, like we said a second, you know, if what we said a second ago is true. So then we're saying then that if he had picked up the wallet and at that point he stole it and then he started taking it outside and he had to just stop for a second to move it around on his back or something. And then he kept on going and went outside. So in that case, he would be potter from having to pay back for the wallet since he picked up the wallet and did the uh, Akira sort of as, as a necessary part of taking it outside and therefore Therefore, the theft came as part of the Hotzah, as part of the Isra Shabbos, so he'd be potter. But if that's the case, if the Bryce is already giving us a second case, right? Meaning the first case was where he picked it up and he took it outside. We say he's chayev for the wallet. And then we say, but if he was schlepping it on the floor and took it outside that way, he's going to be potter. So already we're giving distinctions between in what case he's chayev and in what case he's potter. Well, let's get into more details. When do we even say that he's chayv when he picks it up and takes it outside? But only if along the way he stops to take a break. But if he stops just to fix it on his shoulders or whatever, potter, then it would be potter, right? So if there is a distinction to be made between how you're stopping, well, just like we make a distinction between how you took it outside, whether you picked it up first or whether you schlepped it. Well, then I should also say, and by the way, when you, when you pick it up first, you're also, you're only chayv if you stopped in the middle in order to take a breather, but if you stopped in the middle in order to move it around on your shoulders to make it more comfortable, you'd be potter. So from the fact that we don't make this distinction, it must be that that is not, uh, what we are talking about. So, Ella, so rather the Gemara gives an alternative answer. So in what case is he going to be chayv when he picks it up in the house and takes it outside? Hanimili, Rather, it is the opinion of Ben Azai that walking is like standing, meaning that each step is considered like its own Akira and Anocha, its own, like its own picking up and taking and putting down. And therefore, when he picks up the wallet, he's chayev for theft, and then he's walking outside. And he, um, you know, each, and, you know, each step is a separate Akira and Anacha. So therefore, the Akira that he does inside the house and the Anacha that he does outside the house, like the last step that he takes inside the house and the first step that he takes outside the house, which is the Akira and the Anacha that he's Chayv for Isra Shabbos is separate than when he picked it up. So he picked it up, he's Chayv for Geneva, and then he starts walking and each step is considered like a separate Akira and Anacha until finally he gets outside. And the Akira, the last step from inside the house and the first step from outside the house, which is essentially the Akira and Anocha that he's chayv for this, so Shabbos is separate from when he had initially picked it up then, and he was chayv for the Geneva. But Avazorik, my potter, what? But then we're implying, but if he wouldn't have uh, picked it up and walked outside, rather if he would have picked it up and thrown it outside, he'd be potter because the Akira was necessary for the Anocha and then and, and, and the picking up of it was part of the Hotzah. Niflok but just like we asked about the, how he's stopping, then we also have to, you know, we can say, well, why don't we make a distinction about how exactly this, um, this uh, wallet is getting outside? When do we say he is chayev? When he picks up the wallet and then walks outside. But if he picked up the wallet and threw it outside, he would be potter because picking up the wallet, which is how he's stealing it, is really part of the hotzah. So, it's trichalik. So we say, really the Chiddush over here 
is about Megayar of Ryotze. It's really about how, right, right, this, right, the Seifa, when it says that he's schlepping out the wallet, so then he is going to be Potter because it is, um, because, um, the, the, the Hotza and the Gneva happen at the same time. So, the Gemara is saying, Enochinami, right? We can make these distinctions, but the point, we didn't need, those aren't interesting distinctions. Those aren't important distinctions. The, the more significant distinction is the distinction about that when you schlep out the item, right, the wallet from inside the house to outside of the house, so then, uh, you're gonna be potter for the theft, because you're stealing it when you schlep it outside, the, right, the, since you never picked it up, so the theft and the, and the, and the acquisition of the item, what, that's the same thing. The theft and the, and, and, and the Isser of Hotza and Shabbos are happening at the same time. Um, where am I? I may have thought to say, I may have thought to say that um, the schlepping some schlepping a wallet outside is not a normal way to take something outside, and therefore I would be potter. So therefore, it's coming to teach no that you're chayiv for Shabbos, and but you're going to be potter for the um, for the for the theft since it all happened together when you're schlepping it outside. Now, how big is this wallet? If it's a big wallet that's difficult to carry. Well, orchiyu, well, then it makes sense to schlep it outside. If it's really small, then lav orchiyu. Then it doesn't make sense to schlep it, you know, with like a string or something on a leash. It's a small little wallet. You pick it up and take it out. And therefore, if you're not doing it in the normal way, you should be, uh, you know, it should only be awesome midarabonon. You should be potter midaraisa. Ela bimitsoi. Rather, it's talking about, uh, sort of a, a, um, a middle, a middle-sized kind of, uh, uh way to, to, um, to um, to take it out with the apkelech. So now the question is, where exactly is he? Um, right. So many. So right. right so the chiddush that it had to tell us is that it's a middle-sized uh, wallet, and and he's high for 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 schlepping it out. If it's a big wallet, so obviously you know it makes sense to schlep it out, and obviously you're going to be high. Right. So it's talking about a middle-sized wallet that sort of, and we're saying that if you schlep it outside, uh, you're going to be high. With the apkelech. So now, where is he schlepping it out into? If he's schlepping it out, this wallet, from a Rishus Hayochim, into a Rishus HaRabim, Isra Shabbos Ika, okay, fine, so then it will be an Isra Midar Isa, right? So you got your Tzotzah from Rishus Hayochim to Rishus HaRabim, that's definitely Isra Midar Isa. But Isra Gneva Leka, but there won't be an Isra Gneva because the assumption right now is that if you schlep something, if you do a Kenyan Meshicha, Right, if you, if you cone something, if you acquire something by, 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 by pulling it, the assumption is that you will not be able, you cannot make a Kenyan Meshicha. You cannot acquire something through schlepping in Rishus Arabim. And therefore, while schlepping out this wallet from Rishus Ayacha to Rishus Arabim, you'll be chayv for Otsa, you will not be chayv for theft because schlepping something in Rishus Arabim is not considered, um, uh, acquiring it. Therefore, you wouldn't be chayv for the uh, theft. Either apke, and therefore, if you're not chayv for the theft, and, and you know you don't have to tell me that you're potter. Obviously, you're not potter. It's not considered theft. Either apke l'shusayochid, and if he's taking it from one l'shusayochid to another l'shusayochid, isogneva ika. Okay, fine. So I understand what we're talking about with the isogneva because you're taking it from l'shusayochid to another l'shusayochid and schlepping it would make a kinyan. But it's a shabbos like from one l'shusayochid to another l'shusayochid is not aser midoraisa on shabbos. So the tzricha, the apke le tzide rishus harabim. 
Rather, it's talking about a situation where he's schlepping out this item from Rishus Hayochid into Tzidei Rishus Harabim, into sort of the sides of Rishus Harabim, right? There was like an area that like sort of on the, on the, on the, right? You would have a house, and then I guess you would have a chotzer, and then outside of your chotzer, there would be Rishus Harabim. But they would put up like little kind of like, they would make like buffer zones between Rishus Harabim and like the walls of the houses so that there would be kind of like, you know, just some extra space so that you don't have like animals and people rubbing up against the walls and breaking things. So they would have this buffer zone. So you're schlepping it out from Rishus Hayochid into a buffer zone. Um, okay. And we're saying that Tzidei Rishus Harabim, so, so, and we're saying that the Tzidei Rishus Harabim uh, this is why, this is the case where we're saying that you would be, um, um, you know, chai for otzah, but potter for geneva uchaman, who's it like? Ikravili I don't understand. If we treat the sides of Rishasarabim, we treat tzide Rishasarabim like Rishasarabim. Well then, Isr Shabbos Iko, okay, so I understand what the Isr Shabbos is. You're going from Rishasayachot to Rishasarabim. But it's a Gneva Leka. But what are we talking about? That there's a potential Isser Gneva over here. There, 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 there's no Isser Gneva, right? We said, schlepping in Rosh You're not actually making a kidney, so there's no Isser Gneva. And if it's like the rabbis, and if it's like the rabbis who say that we do not treat the sides of Rosh like Rosh well then Isser Gneva Ikaf, so then sure, it might be theft because you're, you're, you're schlepping it in Rosh Hashanah and you're making a kinyan on it. Hey, Rosh Hashanah, well, in a place that's not, if it's not Rosh Hashanah, so then, you know, by schlepping it, you're making a kinyan on it. So it's Shabbos Leka, but there's no Isra Shabbos if it's not Rosh Hashanah. So then, I mean, if it's not Rosh Hashanah, so then you can make a kinyan, but if it's not Rosh Hashanah, then it's not Hotza. You're not taking from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. From and if we're saying that see the Rishasarabim is not considered like Rishasarabim, then you won't be high for Otsah. There won't be any Isra Shabbos happening. So Olam Kribiliezer, we say, look, really it's like Kribiliezer. That see the Rishasarabim is considered like Rishasarabim. And therefore, when you schlep the thing from Rishasayachid into see the Rishasarabim, you're high because it's considered like Rishasarabim. Vichi Omra bi Eliezer, see the Rishasarabim, Kirishasarabim damu. But when Rabbi Eliezer says that the Tzidei Rishasarabim is considered like Rishasarabim, Hanimile le'inin chiyuv of the Shabbos, that's only with regard to the fact that it's Rishasarabim and you'll be chayiv for Otsah on Shabbos. But, right, the Zimnin dodracha ke rabim va'ayled awesome, because there are times when the people crowd into the, these buffer areas. Havalinin mikna koni. But with regard to making a kinyan, we do not treat it like Rishasarabim to say that you cannot make a kinyan by schlepping. Rather, with regard to making a kinyan, you can make a kinyan. My time I come to because there aren't so many, there aren't generally so many people there, and therefore we could say that you can make a kinyan over there. Okay, so so that's how to understand the second part of that price, right? That we say that if he was schlepping the item from the wallet from inside the house to outside of the house, so he's going to be chayiv for Shabbos and he's going to be potter for the geneva. And we say that he's going to be chayyav for Shabbos because it's like Rabbi Yehuda that he slept it to Tzidei Rishasarabim, and Tzidei Rishasarabim is like Rishasarabim, and therefore he's chayyav for Otsar from Rishasayochet to Rishasarabim. But at the same time, he's also he's going to be potter for the Geneva that even though he, he stole it by schlepping it in his Tzidei Rishasarabim and, and, and making a kinyan that way, nonetheless he's going to be potter since the Isra Shabbos and the Isra Geneva happened at the same time. Ravashi Yomer Kegon Shetzer if Yodu Lamata Mishlosha Vikiblo. Oh, 
So if Ashi says, you know what it's talking about over here? So yeah, if if you would have slept in Rishasarabim, then it wouldn't be uh, Rishasarabim, right? So meaning, it wouldn't be a Kenyan. So meaning, so Ravashi says, look, what he's doing is, he's schlepping the wallet from Rishasarabim into Rishasarabim, and therefore he is chayev for Shabbos, because it's hotza. But at the same time, you might say, but if he schleps in Talat Amas Rishasarabim, right, well, if he schleps in Rishasarabim, he's not making a Kenyan. Well, it's because the what what happened was, that he schlepped it from the Rishasarabim, into his hand that was in Rishus Arab. Let's go right there for a second. Kidirava, like Rava, the Amarava, the Rava says, Yadu shal adam chashuvalo kaiboa alaiboa. That a fellow's hand is like, considered like four tfachim. And four tfachim is large enough to consider, be considered a domain. And therefore, if we consider somebody's hand to be like four tfachim by four tfachim, so then we can, that means that it's significant enough to make a Kenyan also. And therefore, when he slaps it from Rishus Ayachid into his hand, that's within three tefachim of, of the ground in Rishus Arabim, and we'll say Lavan, and therefore it's considered part of Rishus Arabim, right? Because above that would be a Carmelis. Whew, this is like, right? You're pulling out all the, the, the Shabbos and Erevin stuff. So, so he, he slaps it from Rishus Ayachid into his hand that's within three Tfachim of the ground in Rishus Arabim. So he's high for Otsah from Rishus Ayachet to Rishus Arabim. And he's also making a kinyan when it goes into his hand because it's like Rav who says that a fellow's hand is like four Tfachim by four Tfachim, that it's, which makes, it means that it's significant with regard to being its own Rishus. And therefore it's also significant with the, with regard to its ability to make a kinyan. And we say that even though he stole it, he's going to be potter since at the time that uh, he, he, he would be, you know, at the time that he stole it, he, at the, that point at that same time, he was also being and he was doing Otsah and being Chayef for Otsah at that time as well. So he's Chayef for the Yisra Shabbos, but Potiphar uh, paying for the uh, stolen object. Rav Acha Masni Ochi. So Rav Acha understands it like uh, we were understanding Rabbi Eliezer that, um, well, no, so, right, right, right. So, so, so Rav Acha understands that you cannot schlep something in Rosh Hashanah and make a Kenyan on it. So therefore he has to say, that uh, it was like 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 Ravashi says that uh, it, you know he slept into his hand that was in Rishus Arabim and his hand that's why he made a Kenyan. Ravina Masni, whereas Ravina learns the Olam the Apke the Rishus Arabim. No, really, it's talking about where he slept the wallet into Rishus Arabim, not into his hand or see the Rishus Arabim. None of that stuff. Rishus Arabim Nami Kona. But Ravina says that if you schlep Epis in Rishus Arabim, it is able to make a Kenyan. So therefore, he slept from Rishus Ayachet to Rishus Arabim. He's chayev for Otsa, and he also by schlepping it Rishus Arabim, you make a Kenyan. And but he's going to be potter for theft since um, it happened at uh, you know at the same time that he was chayev for um, uh, uh, Isser Shabbos. Okay. Um, fine. Rishus Arabim nami kono mitavay b'diuka dehot masdisin kamiflake and. Rav Acha and Ravina, right? Rav Acha who says that schlepping something with Shusharam does not make a Kenyan, and um, Ravina who says that schlepping something in Shusharam does make a Kenyan. So they argue about how to understand the inference of this following Mishnah. The Tanan is we learn in the Mishnah, if Epis, there was a uh, cow. Your friend had a cow, you wanted the cow, so you were schlepping the cow to take it outside. Vamez Bishus Bailim, but before it was able to get outside, Ipasha died. Potter. So we say that in that case, he's going to be, um, he's going to be, 
Potter. All right. Fine. He's not going to have to pay the fellow back because it never left the um, domain. Higbio Oshotzio Meshus Bailem. Now, if he picked it up or he took it out of the domain of the of the fellow, Vamesh, and then it died, Chayv. So Ravina, so Ravina, who says that schlepping epis in Rishus Arabim does does make a kinyan, Diak Meresha. So he understands from the first part of the Mishnah. What does it say? It says, vames, which was Potter. If he was doing a Mashiach, if he was schlepping it, and it died inside of the, the other guy's domain in the Rishus Ayachid. So, so, right, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the domain of the, of the friend. So then he's Potter. But once he gets it outside and he schleps it in the Rishus Arabim, he would be Chayim. So Ravina wants to say that schlepping something Rishus Arabim, uh, makes a Kenyan. Whereas Ravacha diek misefa, whereas Ravacha makes his inference from the second part of the Mishnah, right, where it says, Higbio shoutzio mirshus bailim vameis chayev, that Davka, if he picked it up or he took it out, then he's chayev, but by doing a, uh, but, but, but by, um, but by, um, where am I? Higbio shoutzio mirshus bailim vameis chayev, but if he schlepped it in Rishus Arabim, so then he would be potter. Ravina diek mirshus that Ravina says from the Reisha, right? That if he was schlepping it and it died in, in the in the in, in in the property of the owner, he's potter. Time of the Mezbushus The reason is because it died in the in the in the in the domain of the owner. But if he took it outside to the Shusarabim and schlepped it a shtickle, so then he would be chayv because he would make a kinyan on him. Whereas Ravacha Diek Misefa, whereas Ravacha says from the Sefer Ekbio. That if he picked it up or if he took it out, that we're talking about a taking out that's similar to picking it up. So we're saying that when he picks it up, it goes into his domain. Alright, so also when he takes it out, is going into his domain. Alright, I'm not exactly sure what his domain is, but it's not Rishus Arab. Right, that if you were to take it out into Rishus Arab, and schlepping with Shisarabim, he wouldn't be able to make a kinyan. So Ravacha Kasher Reisha. So according to Ravacha, we have a question from the Reisha, right? Because the Reisha seems to be implied that if you schlep in Rosh Hashanah, so then it would be a kinyan. So Ravina Kasher Seifa. According to Ravina, there's a question from the Seifa because the Seifa seems to be implying that uh, if he schleps in Rosh Hashanah, it wouldn't be a kinyan. So Reisha the Ravacha lo Kasher. No Ravacha doesn't have a problem with the Reisha. Kamad lo Osilir Shusei, which was by them. Karina Bay, right? Meaning, when it says that if he schlepped it in the in the in the property of the in in the in the domain of the owner, it doesn't literally mean like his domain as opposed to Shusarabim. It means his his possession, right? So meaning, as long as right, and he says Kamadlu Asilu Shusay Shusbaim Karina Bay, and as long as the thief has not taken ownership of it, whether it's in the technical Rishus of the right right uh, property of the owner or the Rosh Hashanah, it doesn't make a difference. As meaning, as long as it's uh, it has not been acquired by the thief, it's considered Rosh Hashanah. It's considered in the domain of the owner, right? So meaning, it doesn't necessarily mean his domain, as in like his Dalaramis, right? As in like his chaser that he owns, as opposed to the Rosh Hashanah, and that if you take it out to Rosh Hashanah, then you make a kinyan. No, even if you take it out of the Rosh Hashanah, it's still. Yet, yeah, right, he hasn't make a kin- made a kinyan on it, and it would still be considered the Rishus Abaylim, right, the, 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 the domain 
of the owner is still upon it since he hasn't actually made a kinyan even by taking it out to Rishus Harab. Say for the Ravina Lokasha, and the second part of the Mishnah is not a problem for Ravina who says that schlepping it in Rishus Harab does make a kinyan because because uh, Ravina doesn't learn of that thing about, you know, the, right, since the Otsar was in the domain of the thief, also the, uh, since the Akbar was in the domain of the thief, so, so the Otsar is also to the domain of the thief, um, you know, implying that, um, but not to the Shusarabim, uh, Ravina doesn't hold of that, and therefore he doesn't hold of that comparison, and therefore he could say even schlepping Rishusarabim uh, would be a Kenyan. Well, friends, that was that for Lamaral Masechta Ksubis. There was a lot of conceptual stuff there, you know, how to understand the Otsah and, you know, Akira and Anocha. And so, right, so we, we were really analyzing um, the opinion of Rav Chizda from yesterday, who said that according to Nechuni ben Akana, even though he says that, you're, that uh, we would say, Kamle b'dirabmine by, 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 by Nisr Karis, that if you're Chayv Karis, you're part of him paying. However, if a fellow picks up chaleb and now he's chayv for stealing the chaleb and then he eats it after that, he's still going to be chayv for the chaleb, he's not going to be potter. We then compared that to throwing an arrow for Amos Mushasarabim, where the, um, where the, um, where, um, um, you know, when you pick up the arrow and you throw it and along the way it tears some stuff, we say over there, you're potter. So why would you be potter there? Bechai by the chaleb, we gave two distinctions. One is because you have to pick up the arrow in order for it to then land later and be for Shabbos as opposed to you don't have to pick up the chaleb, you can eat it like a dog. Alternatively, once you throw the arrow, you can't take it back. But the, but the chaleb, once you pick it up, you could still, you could still uh, put it down again. We then uh, tried to we we then tried to compare the arrow to the situation when you pick up a wallet in Mishus Harabim in a, in your friend's house and then take it outside. Right? We say that you are chayv in that case, but shouldn't we say that just like you have to pick up the arrow in order to throw it, you also have to pick up the wallet in order to take it outside, and you should be potter for the theft? So we gave essentially two possible answers. One is that he kind of stopped, he picked it up, and he started walking, and then he stopped, and then he started again. Or it's like Benazi, who says that every step is basically picking up and taking down. We then started looking into the uh, next part of that, Bryce, which says that, but if instead of picking up the wallet and taking it outside, he schlepped it outside, so then he'd be positive for, the, positive for the theft. And we gave three possibilities for how exactly the schlepping outside works, because initially we were assuming that it, you can't schlep, you know, if you schlep something with Shisarabim, you don't actually take ownership of it. So then why would it be, you know, wouldn't it be considered like a Geneva? So we gave three options. One is that you schlepped it into, into the uh, Tzidei Rishasarabim. The sides of Rishasarabim. The sides of Rishasarabim would, would be considered like Rishasarabim to say that you're Chayev for Otsa and Shabbos, but you would still be able to make a Kenyan in that uh, area. Another option is Ravashi's uh, suggestion that he um, schlepped it outside into his hand. And his hand is like Rava says, Dalat of four by four tvachim, so it's considered significant enough to make a Kenyan, so he'd be chayev um, for Otsah, but potter for uh, the theft. And finally, we gave an answer that uh, it's like uh, Ravina, who says that actually, if you schlep something in Rishasarabim, it does make a, a Kenyan, and therefore he's chayev for the uh, Otsah, and he's going to be chayev for the uh, Geneva at the same time time. Well, friends, that was the Lamed Aleph of Mesechta Ksubis. Hope you enjoyed. Peace out.